Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill's the best. Employ the best. Ask for the best. De- depend on the best. You can depend on Dr. Mike O'Neill to take great care of your teeth. Give him a call. 317-849-2933. It's cold outside. All of a sudden, it's still September, and it's cold outside. What the hell is happening here, for the love of God? Michael Pittman, he's going to be out for a while for the Indianapolis Colts. He was hurt in the second quarter of the game this past Sunday against the Jets. He came back, played a little bit, but what he's got is called a compartment syndrome issue in his lower leg. This happens when there's kind of a contusion and a compression and blood flow is restricted to the extremity. And what can happen, it, it, it doesn't sound like much, but what can happen is you can get necrosis in the muscle, you can uh, have your leg amputated, you can get renal failure, and you can die. Sounds a lot like what Jerome Hunter had down at Indiana University. This they think they caught early. Surgery was performed quickly to relieve the pressure. And what it does, like the, the injury uh, compresses, right, the, the area where there's an injury. And if that restricts blood, blood flow, that's a problem. You've got to surgically relieve the pressure. That's what surgery did for Michael Pittman. He's expected to be out for four to six weeks. But as we found out with Jerome Hunter, nothing is certain where it comes to this injury. T.Y. Hilton, Zach Paschal, Darice Fountain, uh, Ashton Doolin, uh, Desmond Patton, the rookie. These guys going to have to step up. Zach Burton, they hope is back soon. Sheldon Day, hope back soon. And back this week should be Rocky Seen, who's expected to practice today. The cornerback who had the stomach issue before the Vikings game, and it lingered and didn't allow him to practice last week, so he didn't play against the Jets, but he should be back today. There are reports that Victor Oladipo wants out of Indianapolis, and he wants to be traded this offseason. I think that Victor forgets who he is. Victor is not 2018 Victor. Victor is 2020 Victor. And the 2020 Victor couldn't get around anybody who defended him during that series with the uh, Miami Heat, and he couldn't stop anybody on the other end. Goran Dragic was getting the corner on Victor Oladipo every single possession. So what you've got is a guy who wants out because he's not happy here. But you've also got a guy wholly without value unless teams believe he can come back to where he was in 2018. We're going to see what happens. I'm sure Kevin Pritchard would be happy to accommodate Victor Oladipo's request, supposed request, this is reported, until I hear Victor say it, there's still going to be some doubt that he, he's quite this silly. Can, can Kevin get value back for, for Victor Oladipo and the $21 million that he's owed this coming year? If he can, then you move. If he can't, Victor is going to have to come back to Indiana and play for the Pacers and show that he is worth value, and then maybe Kevin Pritchard can move him toward the trade deadline after he shows an ability to play, but at that point, why would you? 
unless you're going to get something really meaningful back, maybe the Pacers with a new coach can find a way to play at a really high level and figure it out with Victor Oladipo. Maybe that's possible. Maybe Victor Oladipo should just stop talking to people about this kind of stuff because we saw what happened before when he did it said he wasn't going to play in the bubble. He was going to go to the bubble and support his teammates, but he wasn't going to play. And then all of a sudden, he is going to play. Victor, decide what you're going to do. Stick to it. Let's go and understand who you are. You are not the feathery Victor Oladipo. You're a Victor Oladipo who can't play basketball today. Maybe through hard work, you can get back to being what you were. And if you are, God bless. People really like you around here. I don't know why you uh, you don't see that and you don't respect it and you don't think anything of it. That bothers me. And I like Victor Oladipo a lot. Victor Oladipo is a good dude and, and a really good basketball player when he's right. When he's not right. And, and this talk about Mike D'Antoni turning Victor Oladipo into the next James Harden is absolutely preposterous. There is nothing about Victor Oladipo's game, even when he's healthy, that parallels to James Harden. Nothing. If Victor wants out and you can get value, bye. If you don't want out, then we're going to embrace you and love you, and it's wonderful. But at the end of the day, you got to understand, and NBA players, athletes need to get it, that it's about laundry. It's not about humanity. All right, it's about the uniform that you wear <clears throat> for everybody minus LeBron James and some other guys in some pockets. But it's about cheering for the Pacers. It's not about cheering for, you know, player X. All right, Victor Oladipo, without explosiveness, is an affable karaoke singer. All right. That's what he is. Victor Oladipo's got to get that square in his head, and if he doesn't, he's going to be very disappointed. Uh, Marcelino Ball, the safety for the Indiana Hoosiers, he tore his ACL. So he's out this season, and that's sad because, number one, Marcelino Ball seems to be a pretty good kid. Number two, Marcelino Ball is one of the few dynamic football players on Indiana's defense. Really dynamic. When he came into games, you're like, wow, all right. Now we're rolling. Look at this guy. That's who Marcelino Ball is. But he's going to be out for the season. Doc Rivers fired as the coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. Does that put him in line for the Indiana job? Or does that put him in line for the 76ers job? And what's that do to Mike D'Antoni, where everybody thought D'Antoni was going to go to the Sixers? If he's not going to the Sixers, where's he going to go? Everything's getting very confusing uh, about uh, this, uh, about all of this. Very confusing. I, I don't know why you fired Doc Rivers. You had one year with Kawhi and Paul. They blew a 3-1 series lead against the Nuggets. I understand that. I understand that Steve Ballmer's a little bit pissed off as the owner. He thought he was going to the Western Conference Finals. It didn't happen. They were built to win a championship. It didn't happen. And so Doc Rivers is the fall guy, and he's gone. How many coaches... Paul George, man, honest to God, Paul George just, he is the, uh, the gift that keeps on giving for Pacers fans who really didn't care for him too much when he was here with the Pacers. Uh, 
he was 90, Doc was 99, or 91 and 89 in the playoffs, went to the finals twice in 2008, 2010 with the Boston Celtics, won the championship in 2008. Uh, his winning percentage overall, 58.1%. He's been a head coach for 21 years. Notre Dame has restarted uh, conditioning. 25 players are in isolation and 14 are quarantined right now in South Bend because of positive tests and contact tracing. So there you go. That's Notre Dame. And then Purdue has suspended 13 student athletes for attending a dorm party. Who the hell at this point has a dorm party? What the hell is the matter with you people? Honest to God, you might not have any fear of coronavirus. I get it. I, I, myself, I don't have a lot of fear of it. I respect it, but I don't have a lot of fear of it. I went to a high school reunion over the weekend, saw a lot of people, had a good time, uh, tried to be safe and reasonable in my conduct. The people at Purdue, the rules are clear. You don't have parties in the dorms. And if you're a student athlete and you're on scholarship, you really don't have a party in the dorm. But they did, and so they've been suspended. They have until tomorrow to clean out their dorm rooms and get the hell off campus or appeal their suspension. So there you go. Mitch Daniels didn't play the president of Purdue. He said, we got one set of rules here. It applies to student-athletes. It applies to non-student-athletes. We're one Purdue. You got, you've got the pre Protect Purdue pledge. That's Mitch. And, and so you don't screw around with Mitch Daniels. That's just the way it is. Hopefully, Indiana University's Michael McRobbie departs as the president of Indiana University. Hopefully, they hire a guy with the stones that uh, Mitch Daniels has. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this. Mate, it's cold out here. What the hell happened? All of a sudden, it's December in central Indiana. Uh, Jeff Nance, happy birthday. Janine Lake, John Wilson, Jordan Burroughs, Kevin Kellums, happy birthday. Brenda Pickens, uh, Melissa Morins, happy birthday. The great Cindy Morgan celebrating her birthday. Are you kidding me? Uh, Chad Gerard, happy birthday. If you don't know who Cindy Morgan is, watch Caddyshack. Uh, Joshua Mason, Gladys Mason, Piper Evans, Tom Dora, the great Tom Dora, the great Ann Duran celebrating her birthday. Carl Heck, happy birthday. Teresa Pettigrew. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. Just be nice to somebody. Celebrate somebody else with an honest and, uh, and specific compliment. A compliment not, that's not specific, you know, it's not quite as meaningful as one that is. We'll talk to you a little bit later today. I think we're going to talk to Matt Eberflus and or Nick Sirianni about the Indianapolis Colts. Cannot wait. Colts rolling a little bit two and one. They're going to Chicago this weekend. It's going to be a little bit, uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough for the Colts, but I think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover. You have a great day, Tim. And Jersey Johnny, you have a great day. We'll talk to you a little bit later on today.